This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So go sign up today to get a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. And we're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. And Prediction Strike is the only performance-based stock market, sports-based stock market, where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGP to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. And, of course, do not forget to go download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, welcome back, DJs. It's your boy Boston Capper with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer, for a little, uh, I guess at this point, late Zozo recap and uh, whatever this golf tournament in Bermuda is called, uh, preview. So, uh, Steve, how excited are you for this week, buddy? Well, I'm very excited to actually press record this time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's nice. I, I, I caught you on this one, though. Almost happened again. <laughs> yeah, I think you just wanted an excuse not to have this go out because uh, we're going to be talking about the Butterfield Bermuda Championship. Butterfield, that's what it was. Yes, I, and I'm going to yeah. quiz you later about what exactly Butterfield does. But, uh, well, first off, I think uh, uh, we what? should congratulate you. Uh, yeah. We're on a little bit of a hot streak here on the show. So, we a couple weeks ago, you got 125 to 1 Sung Kang, Sung Kang at first on leader. I got Rory last week and winning. Yep. Uh, and you got Hideki at, what, 14 to 1? 14, yep. As soon as it opens. Congratulations. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I was telling you, like, offline, I was like, it was definitely like a more of a community win, like, uh, as far as like me seeing like other people have it on, on Twitter and stuff. But it was like, it was funny because I felt like more people were on, on Xander and Maury. And then all of a sudden, everybody was happy about Decky. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's a little fake. Well, it seems like maybe they're just like, all right, well, you know, Decky's 14 to 1. Let's just take that guy. But I mean, listen, on Monday, you were the first guy you asked me about was Decky. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, well, it's 16. I might as well bet it. Yep. And I'm like, I don't feel so good about it. I'll let you have the credit for uh, bet him. So, hey, but you know what? Thank you for having <laughs> me bet him, too. It's my little FOMO bet. Yep, that's right. So I profit on that. Uh, other than that, though, it was kind of a mess, my betting card. I didn't hit a whole lot after that. I, I know about couple, you. I had a couple things. I hit the I hit the uh, the double top 10. OK. Um, oh, yeah, because you had, you doubled up on Decky top 10, too. Right? Yeah, I got was it was it was it Gooch? Yeah, Gooch at top ten. This is what day is today? Is today Tuesday? Today's Monday. Yeah. Today's I mean, the Monday. tournament ended on what Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was a Gooch, right? I had Gooch top ten. Uh yeah. Listen, I had a fucking I had a great golf week. <laughs> great golf week. So yeah, yeah. Great, great golf week. We won't talk about your other sports. No, no. Yeah. Definitely not. Let's not talk now, about it. No, I uh so I, I only got a Luke List top ten, but he dead heated a, a billion ways, so uh-huh. that was nothing. Otherwise I kind of struck out with that. Um, I went, well, I got low at top, uh, Asian with, Hide- with Hideki, um, mm-hmm. cause my book didn't offer, uh, low Japanese is top Asian. So I got plus two twenty five. That was a nice, nice. bonus there. Hell yeah. Um, cagely dead heated with C will Kim on, uh, top Korean guy, whatever. I got a little bit out of that. Uh, went one and two on matchups though, but, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to put a little asterisk on that because Carlos Ortiz was up three on Charlie. Hawk right, yeah, that's two pounds, and then he quit. That's the worst. So what, what? Why did he quit? No idea. Huh? No idea. He was fine. I mean, he played fine on Thursday. He wasn't that great on Friday, but everybody was struggling. It was it was horrific weather on Friday. 
Yeah, it was cold. It was yeah. rainy. No one was playing well. And that, was the, that, was, that was the most I watched. Like, I was the yeah. most awake and up the latest on Friday because I got back from my boy's birthday dinner. Um, and I was like, oh, the wife went to bed, had a little wine. And so I had, like, the house to myself. And it was like, all right, I don't have to wake up at work tomorrow morning. Like, Friday was the night I, I uh, watched the most. And that's why I think I even laid, like, another another good-sized bet on Hideki. <laughs> Oh, like, you like double, my, that's right. You doubled down on, or well, you did a football bet. He yeah, played for the second round. Yeah. Yeah. Do you so, really did clean up? I did. I did. Yeah. Well, I mean, that. like, yeah. I think I made a comment to you. I think PG, golf channel and PG tour spent about $75 on, uh, oh my God. they didn't even have play by play. Like, like, I mean, like, I understand they don't have shot. Like, yeah. It costs a lot to bring it over there, Seb. You don't want to have the teach the volunteers, whatever. There's a language barrier. We're going to get that for the next two weeks, apparently. You know, no shot link. But at least have someone with a tablet saying, okay, they hit a tee shot. It's in the fairway. They can at least do <laughs> they that, can do right? That. Exactly. I didn't even get that. Nothing. Nothing. I just know that you're on hole three, and you are one over, minus one. Like, whatever, man. Like, I, like Yeah. I don't know. Hey, not great. Not great, Bob. Do do better, guys. I mean, you you put up a. I mean, Hideki got what? Like one point. He got more money for winning the Zozo than Rory got last week, winning a, like one of the biggest like fields in the end of the yeah. year. I do. How about how about the way Decky ended it too with a fucking eagle? Yeah. No. I didn't even, was, I didn't even see it until the next day because I think I passed out like hole twelve. I was trying to hang on, man. I was trying so hard, but we're like we both golfed like obviously yeah. in separate separate places. So I've been drinking since like fucking ten a.m. Like, like I made it till I made it till about two in the morning. So that was a very strong well, that's showing. Pretty, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Was, uh, anyone who uh, was hoping that they would get the uh, slack watch party with a uh, boss capper and Red Bull vodka, Steve, I'm sorry. I did not make it past nine o'clock that night either. So yeah, that, that was a little ambitious, but listen, congratulations to you. Congratulations to everybody who had decky. Yep. Uh, congratulations on a couple other things, um, you know, that we had out there, I guess. Uh, why don't we do a quick DFS report? Okay. Um, so let's start with the 10,000 hour range. I mean, you know, Xander at 30% ownership, Morikawa at 27% ownership, Hideki 26% ownership. So obviously Hideki paid off. Kyle Morikawa started off slow. He, he off, finished strong though. So that that's yeah. fine if you hit him. I mean, Xander was really the only one who didn't play well, which surprising. He came out of the gates really fast. And then just, well, no, he was three under on his front nine. I, yeah, I know. I guess you can't I, deny that when you're three okay, under. That's your fine. Front well, nine. maybe it's just the coverage picked up on the back nine. I saw him fucking doing what Xander does. Like, I don't know. Okay. Like, I was like, yeah, the rest of the weekend, it wasn't great. Um, I mean, I, I don't have anything really to it. I mean, he just had played he in played Las Vegas. Vegas yeah. And I don't know. I, I, he probably had a lot of media commitments, although, yeah. I mean, a decade. Yeah. Whatever. I'm. I don't have any concerns about Xander. We're not going to see him till. Well, actually, he has the uh, Century Tournament of Champions that he got an invite to because he won the Olympics, a non-PJ Tour event. Gross. That's kind of bullshit. Definitely gross. Yeah. I mean, I. Whatever. He shouldn't be playing in Kapalua, but you know, whatever. He does great there. We'll probably bet him at I don't know seven to one. So I'm on. Right. Um, you know, you took a big win with a uh, Hideki. Um. Oh. Fleetwood kind of stopped in your face. He played pretty good. He played fine. He was six in DraftKings story. Put story played more than fine. Blind squirrel finds a nut. That's it. Whatever. He, props to your boy. He yeah. sniffed that one out. Okay. All right. Let's move on to nine thousand hour range. I'm, I, would, I'm gonna, I, I, I would say that. Except you were all. I feel like you've been on him for like the last fucking four tournaments he's been in. 
No, I, it was the last you, two. You lost, you know, fine, and you lost last week. So last two. And listen, I only had the outright on them, but I said I liked them. If you probably went your top ten or playing DraftKings, you would have been very happy. So, all right, let's move on to the nine thousand dollar range. Um, a pro tip to uh, the audience: whenever I start talking shit about Cameron Tringali, you should play him because <laughs> I'm chronically wrong about him. <laughs> And I had a bad feeling because I, whenever when I said that I compared this thing to the Valspar, and then I looked at what he did the Valspar this year, I think he finished like fifth. So I was like, "Well, crap, Whoops. it's not going to go great." Uh, your boy Keegan did well, twelfth. Yeah. Although, I mean, that's what he's supposed to. Be. He's ninety four hundred dollars that week. Yeah, exactly. But I guess it's not that impressive. Um, Mackenzie Hughes, I was way off on too. Uh, but overall, though, I mean, Joaquin Neiman was the highest owned in this range, but he's only thirteen percent. He was fine. It's 20th in scoring. I mean, you didn't get bang for your buck if you used him. Uh, <laughs> now I go to the $8,000 range. And the funniest, <laughs> funniest subplot of the first round was Uber Chalk Darling, 21% CT Pan, dead fucking last after the first round. Yep. That was so funny to wake up to. Yeah, that was an easy fade. And what's funny is, so he was on the covers that night. And so I was watching it and it looked as bad as the scorecard did. That dude was loose off the box, not tight with his irons, missing butts. It was, it was bad. His swing makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, like yeah, it, I don't, it is, I don't it know where it's swing. going. Yeah, it is a weird swing. Now that you say yeah. it, I didn't. Yeah, it is a weird swing. Yeah, it is. In fact, actually, in the eight thousand dollar range, if you went shocked, you got murdered. I mean, Johnny Vegas, we both liked him. He was bad. bad. Chris Kirk, I liked him. He was bad. Um, you know, I mean, Lanta was decent 14th, you know, Cage Lee was pretty good at eight, 18th in drafting square, but you know, other than that though, Oh, actually, no, the biggest story was our boy, Matt Wallace. Oh yeah. Fifth, yeah. fifth in yeah. scoring. Yeah. Thank well, you. Unfortunately, I only had the outright on him, but yeah, you know, listen, right. sometimes you just win if you prove a point. That's right. That's right. There you go. Uh, $7,000. There was actually a lot of good guys in this range. You had, you know, Henrik Norlander finished 15th in scoring your boy Takumi Kanaya. Hell of a weekend. Yeah, man. Rallied. Did yeah. you have anything on him besides DraftKings? No. All right. Well, he finished 13th DraftKings scoring. Uh, Luke List, thank you for uh, dead heating with 15 other guys and, you know, paying me about, what, 10% of what I bet? <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Hey. Appreciate it. Don't, 90% is better than 100%. Listen, also. don't, if if you have the choice, don't play in a book with dead heat rolls, as uh, my co is going to attest to. Yep. Uh, Sebastian Munoz. Oh, I know. I know. What the fuck, man? Like, I ride this guy all the time. So do you. And he Oof. fucked us out of that win. When was that? Uh, that was, like, right John, before. John, John Deere. Like, unbelievable. He came out and had a little baseball swing and shanked it right. And I was like, yep, there goes that bet at fucking 80-1 to one or whatever the hell it was. And now he shows up places like this. This is why. Like, this is, these are guys that I can't quit. It's so gross. They, all they do is. You know, just looking at this, his recent form, he did this exams, same th exact thing, I think, at the John Deere. So he missed a cut like three straight. Yeah. And then he randomly finished T49, nondescript. Right. Because I remember actually, and shout out to uh, Nagels Bagels, Jeff Nagels, I remember watching his John Deere show and he liked Sebastian Munoz for some dumb reason. Yeah. And he actually joked about the fact that he missed three straight cuts and finished T49. He's like, well, maybe he's on the upswing. <laughs> and sure enough, he was. And now he did the same exact thing again. So I guess that's a telltale. Is anytime he misses miss cuts. Yeah, anytime he misses three cuts and like almost finishes dead last every time, but then he randomly makes a cut. Bet him his next time for like top five or top ten. So all right, note to self. Um Brendan Steele, I wish I, I had more conviction on that. That was a guy 
was iffy on. I wanted to go play him. I did, but he finished second in the tournament. Uh, and then the anything under seven thousand, it was pretty rough. Um, I mean, Sam Ryder at four percent. I don't know. I I, I didn't step that out. Um, Sun Kane, twenty four percent ownership, thirty first. <laughs> I he started out hot too. He was like fucking three under through four, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's gonna do it again." He did. I mean, other other than that, though, under seven was not very good. I mean, I think you like Sean Norris because he just won Japan, forty seventh in scoring. Yeah, not not great, great. He, he looked good. Um, he looked good by, uh, he, I think it was Friday. I texted you. And I was like, "Okay, like, should have played more Norris." Well, <laughs> yeah, but that's why they play four rounds, sir. Um, your boy West Bryan, not good. Yeah. Listen, this, this is just this is just a this is just a stick at this point with me with Brian. It is. I mean, other than that, I don't really see anything. Why don't we uh, close the books on uh, this tournament and uh, why don't we take a break? All right. Well, listen. If uh, hopefully we'll be as profitable as we were last weekend, and if you're gonna make the bets, you gotta go to WinBet. If you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia, and they are bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. So get on all your favorite teams, players, and sports. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users can bet a dollar and win $100 on any sport. That's a pretty good ROI. Uh, plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make your first deposit of $20 or more. Th- what? I mean, dude, these people are just giving money. If you live in one of these states and you're not taking advantage of this, you guys are insane. Um, whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it 200%, i.e., you bet $100, you'll get a $200 free bet. The max wager is $750. You get a $1,500 match. Oh. <laughs> Great promo codes, odds, payouts, and are happening right now. We bet for boosted pilots, the live in-game odds on every major sport. We have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk-free thousand-dollar sports bet. Bet big, win bigger at WinBet. Download WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Dude, like these promotions are out of control. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, bet, I bet they would have paid out full my Lucas top 10, too, instead of my CD offshore that I only have access to. Exactly. Yeah. Can you imagine if I was like, you know what, fuck it, because it's a free bet, put down 1500 on on Hideki, because that was my strongest play of the week? Huh? Yeah. That, that, that nice. how, many fo- how many football bets is that? Probably a lot. <laughs> a lot what, 1500 Yeah. Probably 15. 15 football bets? Yeah, 10 to 15. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd be a lot of money, so. Yeah, listen, if you're in a state that uh, you have access to WinBet on, they're great for golf. They got a lot of options. They have as many options as anything else out, out there. So, and the pricing is great. Definitely go check it out. Yeah. So, and if you go to Vegas, go stay there, man. Great people. Though. I stayed at Encore, uh, which is a Win property, and it was, uh, it was a beautiful thing. So, uh, yeah, Absolutely. definitely check them out. All right. Why don't we transition to Bermuda? So, why don't we go down, uh, down memory lane with the Bermuda Championship, the uh, storied history of the two Bermuda <laughs> Championships that we've had. So let me quiz my co-host here. So in 2020, I think in 20, right? No, 2019. Do you remember who won that event? Uh, we were talking about it offline. So I think Wyndham Clark lost to some other scrub. That was last year. What? Lost to Brian Gay. Last year. No, that was 2021. Or no, that was 2020. You're right. 2019, though. No, no, fuck. Zero. Brent, Brent and Todd came out of nowhere. Oh, Todd father. Nice. Maybe Harry Higgs. And then Brendan's top won again in Mayakoba a couple weeks later. I forgot about that. Dude, all these shit tournaments just run together to me. Like, yeah, this, this really is a shit tournament. 
It really is. Listen, we're going to shine this turd up as best we can. But it, well, it's before a we get to that, I mean, we we were talking yesterday. Like, well, all right, we we are now in a stretch of golf that no one gives a shit. <laughs> like, even it's hard to even like gamble on this stuff because there's no shot link data. Right. It's on it bad times. Like the coverage is awful. You only can see like four or five guys. Like it makes gambling on in tournament head to heads. Like Impossible. when you don't have any data, like you know, like I like to use. You don't know half the guys. Like it's it's BS. <laughs> like what would, would the PGA Tour be better off just having a bunch of exhibition events on Friday nights? Yes. From an entertainment standpoint, instead of spending sending all their crew there, all the equipment. And having, I mean, I know why they do it. It's so these guys get sort of a runway, they get enough FedEx Cup points. Yeah. But I think it's a fucking joke that Rory McIlroy got the same amount of FedEx Cup points for winning the CJ Cup as whoever schmuck wins this event. So dumb. It is dumb. So dumb. Yeah, whatever. You know what? Fuck the FedEx Cup. You know, everyone well, uh, If you guys want to hear Steve's thoughts on the FedEx Cup, feel free to scroll back uh, the last two years every time, and uh, he'll give you his thoughts on the playoffs. And they are long, and uh, I'm not saying they're incorrect, but and he does have better ideas than what they currently have. We need some sort of playoff in golf. Well, you need something better than this. Well, yeah, I mean, another thing that this tournament serves is to subsidize a lot of has-beens and, uh, you know, <coughs> guys who should not be playing on a PG Tour event anymore. So... We're going to go over a couple of those lists. I mean, listen, we can go over the field. There's Patrick Reed. There's uh, what's in this garbage? Mito Pereira. He's going to be popular again. Matthew Fitzpatrick. He just won the Spanish Open. Whatever. We're not going to talk about those guys. What I want to quiz Boston Capra on, we're going to play a little game. God. I'm going to give you an over-under on career earnings for some of the guys in this field. And then oh. you guess over-under. Oh, that's fine. I hate okay. when you do that. Sometimes. All right. Let's, let's start easy. Luke Donald, big name, former uh, world number one. Over under $29 million in career earnings. Nope. Under. You're not even close. Way over. What? 30, $36.8 million in career earnings. I mean, he was a world number, former world number one. Sure. But yeah, that's that's shocking. All right. Sean O'Hare. Remember him? Vaguely. Yeah. I, I remember playing him in the dumpster dive in DFS. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Over under $25 million in career earnings. Over. All right, you're wrong. That under twenty-four point three million. Whatever. Absurd. That's crazy. That is crazy. All right, John Sendin. Remember him? No, I do not know who that. Do you know who he is? I, I think he's on a Presidents Cup team. Doesn't mean anything. All right, I'm, I'm gonna. We'll skip. I'm, I'm just gonna <laughs> shock you with some of these numbers. Twenty-one million dollars in career earnings. And these, 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 that's the only reason why these guys are here. Like, DA Points won $12 million. J.J. Henry won $17 million. Brendan DeYoung, whose only professional win came, I didn't even know this. My crappy town of Rochester, New York, used to host a nationwide event. Oh. Never realized that. Yeah, Brendan DeYoung won that at Ronaquay Country Club. Shout out to uh, those guys over there. So, uh, Ricky Barnes in this field, you know, he's best known for blowing the 54-hole lead of the 2009 U.S. Open. $8.8 million. Go figure. But I mean, that's that seemed like how. All right. But, so, all right so, so like the eight point eight mil. Right. So, yeah. OK, so it's twenty twenty one. He how long has he been golfing? I mean, he's not a regular member anymore. Right. right. I think, so, 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 I so think he did his debut in like 2005. All right. So that's 16 years. Eight, eight million dollars. That's like a half a million. That's I mean, not, that's that's not outrageous when you think of it that way. 
That's about ten times more than I thought Ricky Barnes ever won in his career. Correct. I'm not when, saying when his I'm, only when his only win was when the 2011 CVS Caremark Charity Classic with JB Holmes, which oh, your boy it, Keegan. Is, yeah, with your boy Keegan's won like three times. By the way, some exhibition event in Rhode Island. Nice. That makes sense. Yep. All right. I mean, that's the field this week. We'll talk about uh, the golf course and a couple other things a little bit. But why don't we take another break? All right. Well, listen, uh, if you want to go buy some uh, futures, listen, World Series stats at some point this week. I don't care anymore because the Red Sox are out of it and uh, the Astros are cheaters. And uh, but listen, if you want to go buy a future on them, you can go to uh, PropSwap. It's America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Well, look at that. The MLB playoffs are in full swing and PropSwap is your home for the best World Series futures. How about that? All, all season long, Prop Swappers have been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors just like yourself. So use promo code S. GP on your first deposit and prop swap will double it up to 500 bucks. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using prop swap. Every ticket purchase on prop swap can be resold at any time. So your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. And thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets every day on prop swap. So go get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the prop swap app. Prop swap was America buys and sells sports bets. All right, let's get some serious business. While we actually talk about the golf course where they're playing this shitty event this week. So this is at the Port Royal Golf Course in Southampton, Bermuda. Uh, It was founded in 1965, but they couldn't get the golf course open because there was a stubborn farmer who didn't want to sell the last plot of land up, I think, on the north side there, where I think hold number four, five and six are. To be fair, good for him. Yeah, you know what? I would hold out (laughs) too. So, But finally, the uh, Bermuda government uh, bribed him uh, in order to leave. Yes. Uh, and they brought in Robert Trent Jones, who has built a ton of golf courses around the country. Uh, we just saw Robert Trent Jones at the Fortnite Championship at on Silverado a couple weeks ago. Listen, you probably have RTJ somewhere near you. You know, he's a legendary architect and he created, you know, a pretty nice layout uh, right on the Atlantic Ocean uh, in Bermuda. And, you know, as far as the holes go, as far as the golf course goes, like, I mean, it's nothing you really haven't seen before. It's pretty standard. You know, just a lot of everything's pretty much right out in front of you. You know, there's, you know, some dog legs are protected by some bunkers. You know, there's some wavy features to the greens, but nothing all that difficult. Like, really, I mean, you know, there's nothing that's going to surprise PGA Tour pros. This is supposed to be kind of a, a destination golf course. If you're in Bermuda, you can go play it. There's nothing all that, you know, special about the actual architecture, but it's by the ocean. I mean, I posted the video in my article. It's beautiful, especially oh, if you go to a whole. It's so pretty. Yeah, I mean, it is just emerald blue water. You got a couple par threes to play along the coast. You got a couple holes that, you know, kind of look like infinity greens a little bit. Just, you know, you're painting the green and just see a wall of ocean right next to you. Uh, It's on a hill, too. The clubhouse is right on top of the hill and everything feeds down either toward the beach or down, um, you know, inland, too. So how much does it cost for a round there, do you think? I have no idea. I think it's owned by the uh, Bermuda government, though. So I don't know. I haven't really looked into that, but, um, but anyways, I mean, there's not very many flat holes tee to green. It's a, it's a good piece of property. He did a really good job, you know, carving a golf course out of this. Uh, as far as some nuts and bolts of the golf course goes, it's par 71, but it's only 6,850 yards. So it's one of the shorter tracks on the PJ tour, but it seems like it gets a lot of wind sometimes. So, and it gets a, a lot of tricky crosswinds or headwinds. So, it might not really play as a true yardage. You know, there's some uphill shots, downhill shots. 
guys are going to have to adjust what types of clubs they pull. Uh, and then some other stuff. This is Bermuda grass tea to green. And as a pro tip for anyone who uses a database to filter out your grass types, why are you rolling your eyes? Not you. Oh, not me. Okay. No. <laughs> I was I was hurt by that. I'm actually trying no. to help the listener here. Oh no! Listen, I already, I listen. say this spiel a lot because it's important. I know it wasn't you. It was the fucking game. Because yeah. otherwise, you're going to click Bermuda. It's going to include yeah. Pebble Beach or Tory Pines on there, and those which we all another, know, which we all know, do not. Not their pull up. <laughs> That's right. So, anyways, you have to make sure you do that. And if you're interested in finding out what the actual Bermuda grass golf course is, when you click that little button, is Hit me up in Slack. I will gladly tell you. But yes, this is a Bermuda grass tee to green. Uh, greens run slow. It's because whenever you're at a coastal golf course, it's subtle to the wind. You have to keep the green slow. Otherwise, it becomes unplayable. Like, you know, we see anytime there's a bunch of wind at one of these coastal places, you know, balls oscillate. They don't stand still. So, yeah, this can be slow Bermuda grass greens. Um, I don't think the rough is all that tough, uh, but. It's like a resort course, right? So it's not that Yeah, bad. pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it, it pretty much is. There's nothing really all that tricky to it. So I guess this is the challenge, though, for gamblers. There's a lot of it. First of all, it's a really bad field. Right. So it's like, it's like the challenge. Well, it's not only is it a really bad field. Like, I'll give you an idea. I track about 200 guys every week. I There's 133 guys in this field. I have data on 75 of them. So 60 guys who are like what I said earlier, are just populated with has-beens or, you know, sponsors, exemptions, just guys that you don't have to worry about. So in one sense, that's nice. You can cut half the field, but the 75 you're left with are pretty bad. And those who tend to use websites that have a lot of transparency with data, anytime you see guys with halfway decent ball striking in a field full of bad golfers, they're going to be those popular players this week. So. You're not fooling anybody if you think you're going to like a Matthew Neesmith or something because everybody's going to have Matthew Neesmith. Um, second thing, you know, every single, almost every single Corn Ferry graduate is going to be in the field this week, and there's a lot of talent to them. We don't know who they are yet. They only have, at most, 12 rounds under their belt. It's a very small sample size. So you're going to be, you're probably going to, you know, past weeks you probably could avoid them. This week you probably can't. So you're going to have to dip your toes in some of these new guys and, you know, see how that works. Um Third is that there's only been two uh, tournaments here. There's the 2019-2020 tournaments. They did have the PGA Grand Slam of golf from 2009-2014. Do you remember what that was? It's very. It's, it's, it is ringing a bell in this in this brain of mine. So basically, they took all the major winners of the year. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But what are you going to get out of Nothing. a four-man field where yeah. nobody hit ever even played that thing? Yeah. So and then fourth, there's no shot like data. So we have really. Nothing to go by at the Butterfield Premier Championship, which, by the way, do you remember what Butterfield does? Is it, is it Butterfield? They don't, they don't, they don't do is, turkeys. Oh, it's not Butterfield Farms? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's not Butterfield Farms. Oh, shit. No, I have no, no it's a uh, Butterfield. It's a Bermuda Bank, which I am sure oh. they're, most, they're the most oh, ethical, upstanding company ever. There definitely is, no money laundering. Yeah, no. clean, the cleanest of money. Yeah, no drug money. Mm-mm. Nope. No, definitely not. Nope. You know, uh, allegedly, you know, no. Allegedly, yes. Yeah. Jesus. So, so I guess. Is that really the name of the fucking bank of the yeah, Butterfield but, Bank? Butterfield Bermuda Championship. So, wait, so it's the Butterfield Bank of Bermuda? I don't know. It's, so they just like alliteration? Is that it? Sure. <laughs> Is that how it helps the criminals remember? Oh, Butterfield. Butterfield Bermuda. Bank. Yeah. That's where I got to send all my blood money to. That's right. 
All right, let's get off that topic. Let's get back on this golf tournament. So where I started this week was I just want to find out kind of what guys generally do. And even though there isn't any strokes gain or shot link data, they did keep data on, you know, how often guys hit the fairway, how often hit the green. So, uh, you know, the field guys struggle to hit uh, the fairways at this place. Part of it is because it's narrow. Part of it's because there's a lot of tricky crosswinds. So it's it's tough driving conditions. So in 2019, the field driving accuracy percentage was 54 percent. Last year was a lot windier. It was under 50 percent. So a lot of guys are missing fairways a whole lot. Both are below below PJ Tour averages. Um, but there was a clear difference between how the 2018 tournament went and how the 2020 tournament went. So there wasn't a whole lot of win 2019. Winning score, I think, was Brendan Todd in minus 24. <clears throat> and even though guys are missing a whole lot of fairways, which if you're in Bermuda rough, it tends to be kind of difficult to hit into greens. They're still hitting the green regulation 67% of the time. And kind of like last week at the Zozo, where we talked about guys who was a clear separation of guys who were hitting, you know, the ball pretty well to green that week and those who weren't. We saw that in 2019. Basically, all the guys who were peppering greens that week were right towards the top of the uh, the tournament, then it turned to a punting contest. The guys who were scrambling and just not hitting the ball well, they sucked. Um, but in 2020 last year, with tougher winning conditions, that kind of became more of like an up and down contest, a little bit more of a grind. And actually, you know, in 2019, you saw more of the short knocking, accurate guys do better. In 2020, you got a little bit more of a mix of longer and accurate players because when it's windy, well, Everybody's missing fairways, and so it benefits you to just hit it as far as you can out there. You know, sure, we had Brian Gay win because he's an accurate short player, but Wyndham Clark finished second. I think there was a couple other bombers up there who played well, too. So, and now we get to this year. So, if you look at the weather uh, forecast, it's going to be windy as hell for, I think, three out of four days. So, I think there's going to be, there's a lot of rain leading up to. Is, so Matt, Jones, is Matt Jones in the field? I don't Matt think Jones is. was in the field, but he's not I mean, in the field. Yeah, anymore. I know. He withdrew. Now, he's not in the field, unfortunately. So, you're going to have to find another wind player. Uh, I think there's a couple Aussies that you probably gravitate to. Towards. I already told you. I heard the guy I bet this morning. Okay. All right. We'll save that to the end. No, um, tomorrow. So, so, anyways, so, so the weather conditions are going to be more like 2020 than 2019. So, you know, I would expect probably a winning score probably around 15 under. Um, I think, you know, the template you want to look for, and it's consistent with Brendan Todd and Brian Gay, was guys who historically have no pop off the tee, but they hit every fairway. They scramble their ass off. They putt really well in Bermuda, especially if it's going to be windy. You know, guys are going to be missing greens more often, so you're going to want to get up and down, you know, from off the green. You know, those are those types. There's a lot of those types in this field that we'll talk about tomorrow, but I think a Wyndham Clark type too that just has a ton of length off the tee, hit their irons like crap, but they scramble well and they putt well. That's what Wyndham Clark does. That's going to help him too this week. So there, I think there's fewer of those guys, and I think that's going to kind of separate the field. And then there's the in between, like the guys who kind of do not everything, not one thing really elite, like those two other categories do but they just kind of do like everything kind of well i don't think i don't know if they're going to do as well this week okay like, i I, th- I think you kind of have like i think you need to have either just elite accuracy and scramble and putt really well or elite length and then do the same 
You know, I, I don't think it's going to cut it if you're just kind of like middle of the field distance, middle of the field iron player. You know, you struggle putting. I think guys who struggle around the green this week are probably going to have a little bit of a tough time, too. So, you know, the, that's kind of the template of what I'm going for this week as far as who I'm looking at. You know, if you go to a place like Data Golf that I get all my stuff in, you can see nice little uh, relative skill set charts on every player. I posted a few of those in Slack. Um, you know, some mystery players. I didn't give their names. I want you guys to figure it out. But um, but if you go to my article, too, I also posted uh, skill sets of Brian Gay and Brendan Todd. And those are kind of those short knocking, really accurate guys who tend to just, you know, keep their car because they're so good on and around the green. So, you know, those are the types of players I'm looking for this week. Uh, if you want to go down the list of guys who have played well in the first two events, you got Brian Gay, Ryan Armour, David Hearn. Those are basically three same identical players. Yeah. Not long, accurate, but they putt pretty well and they scramble pretty well. Um, Hank Leviota, you know, he's a good scrambler and putter. He's kind of a little bit on a down streak lately. A little but, bit. But listen, we all were betting him in the summer. Listen, I held on longer than everybody. Yeah. That's <laughs> I mean, he screwed me out of 100 to 1 at the Rocket Mortgage. Still not letting that down. But uh, well, you remember why, right? Isn't that the one he withdrew because of the thing? No, he was leading heading to the 17th hole, and he, I think, bogeyed the par five. Like yeah, Sorry. yeah, that that was the one where he actually yeah. should have won. But whatever, that's fine. Uh, uh, <laughs> the barn rat, Kyrgios Affy barn rat's been. I know the vape god. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Denny McCarthy, he kind of fits a little bit of some of the skill sets you like. You know, good Bermuda putter. You know, good scrambler. Uh, Kramer Hickok tends to do pretty well, kind of these short tracks. Yep. Russell Knox, same thing. That's another thing I looked at, too. I took a lot of golf courses that were under 7,100 yards, just like the shorter tracks. And I went and found how they did tee to green. Because, like, listen, you're going to look at these guys just on their faces. They're awful ball strikers. If you're looking just stats, it's going to be bad. But you can find a couple guys who tend to hit the ball a little better on some of the shorter courses where they're not as much of a disadvantage that might help you this week. And we'll talk about some of those guys tomorrow as tomorrow. far as, you know, as far as who you want to look to. So right. why don't I take one more break and then, uh, I am going to interrogate Boston Capper as far as what he's looking at this week. Oh, fine. Um, all right. Listen, do you guys wish you could have had stock in Patrick Mahomes or Christian McCaffrey? Well, listen, I hope you didn't, because now's a good buy-low opportunity. Uh, well, now, Prediction Strike makes that a real possibility. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. It's like Robin Hood and DraftKings had a baby. Prediction Strike lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes so they can make money and get even closer to the game. Don't just bet on your favorite players. Start investing in them. Simply download Prediction Strike's new and easy-to-use app from the App Store or sign up at PredictionStrike.com to create an account. Use code SGP and then deposit the funds to buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite players just like you would real stocks. The value of players will change based upon game performance and supply and demand, and you can trade shares of your players at any time as long as the player isn't currently in a game. So sign up with promo code SGP to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. Okay. All right. And then the last thing, too, is don't forget to go to the SGP and app, download it, get all our stuff, get our podcasts, got all my articles, all the baseball content, basketball content, football content, anything you want. It's a great app. Go download it from the Apple Play Store, the Google Play Store. Go get and, it today. And, and review right. and reviews. Go tell your friends and family. We need some more reviews, guys. I see soccer getting reviews, MLB getting reviews. I don't know, man. 
Yeah, we get a lot of hefty winners on uh, this show. And listen, uh, I, you know, I'm saying soccer show is great. You know, Billy Bahati's really Billy. good at what he does. I love Billy. Yeah. Do you remember? I, listen, if you want to make money, go listen to him. But we've been getting out 14 to 1 winners, 20 to 1 winners, 125 to 1 winners. 125 to 1 winners, yeah. yeah. Do, do you remember that show back in the day where uh, this was like way back in the day? Like uh, me and Billy were on like some like uh, playoff fucking preview or something like that. And we started like arguing with each other. Probably. It's yeah. like forever ago. It was so fucking funny. Well, I mean, like, just to pull back the curtain, when you asked me to do this show, I'm like, wait, the, the mass hole who used to leave drunk voicemails on Sean and Kramer's, you know. That's how everything started. He wants to do a podcast with me, and it turned out to be one of the best things I ever decided to do. So thank you. Right. See? There we All go. Right. Let's close the show. So I like doing this when we do a Monday show. I don't. Okay. Why well, won't you open up DraftKings? Open up traffic. Oh. Yep. I want you to do a snap lineup. All right. Well, now we got to. But now I have to figure out how to fill airtime with chit chat, and well, which is right. very di- which is very difficult for me. Okay. Well, why don't you just talk about everything I just said? Like, why don't you react to it a little bit? Like, you know, do you agree with it? Do you disagree with it? You know, do you have a different take on it than I do? What do you? What no, do you think? I just don't even fucking know at this point. Like, <laughs> hold on. Now I got to move your fucking face over here. My big fat face. <laughs> Can I just fucking? All right, there we go. Draft team. Yeah, okay. but like back in the shit, back in the day was fucking hilarious, man. I mean, that's what I started. Like fucking. All right. Like, well, why don't we start with this? I mean, you see the pricing. Are you gonna go studs and duds, or are you gonna try to do more of a balanced build? Oh, see, you see, this is not how I build my. Uh, like, so if I'm really building it, I go straight to the bottom, and I see if there's anybody down bottom that I'm comfortable with. Okay. All right. And, well, who, who you see down below? Fucking no one yet. Um, let's. That's some serious dumpster diving. If you can't find anything yet. Well, I'm at sixty three hundred dollars right now. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Ooh. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna let you know. I, life starts at about sixty five this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so that's right. I, I just. Otherwise, you're going with Paul Stankowski of PG yeah. Tour Live fame. Yeah. yeah. So oh, Luke Donald. Oh my God, dude, this is fucking trash. That's All right, bad. but but I'll but I'll take Kiriyama at sixty eight hundred. Let's start there. Let's start okay. Kiriyama sixty eight hundred. Do you know uh, who Kirk Kiriyama is? Yeah. What is what does he do? It hits the ball well. <laughs> he was on the Euro Tour for about three years. How is Seamus Power ten thousand two hundred dollars? I actually kind of like Seamus this week. I like Seamus too, but I really he actually. So if you want to talk about a guy who pretty accurate, good scrambler, good putter on Bermuda, yeah, I'm fine with it. That's yeah. actually a very yeah. good profile this week. That's fine. Well, I'm not. Okay. I'm not willing. To, I'm not willing to click it yet because okay. I like D, I like Dietrich 8900 off the jump. So okay, go. I mean that's just instinct right there because yeah. you wanted to play him at the Scottish Open. I talked you off him. I actually had a little speech in my head because I, you know, I know what's been Thomas East has been going on lately. You don't. Yeah, that's correct. But that just, you know, that's your gut right there, go teacher. So I'm not going to say a word about it because I don't want to taint your image. Okay, All right, don't taint it. All right, and then I'm going to go to uh, my man Big Ear at 7700. Herbert. Yeah. Eh. What's up? What up? Whatever. Listen, Nick Hattie is is more expensive than him. No, absolutely not. Because he's actually because he's actually pretty good. Dude, so's Herbert, man. I'm telling you, he's good. Hardy's Hardy's a little better. Than I have no idea why I've chosen to die on this fucking hill, but whatever. Like you just you feel bad because he has a messed up ear. No, I don't. I fucking I think I made I made money on him on the Irish Open, right? Didn't I fucking win at the Irish Open with him? Maybe I don't know. Maybe yeah. Whatever. Fucking. How much money do I have left? I got three spots with. 
8,800 left. Jeez, All right, crazy. you're rolling in the cash. Um, let's go. So I can go Guido at 87 based on your recommendation earlier. Oof. See how nice three. It's, the... it's been rough for Guido Island lately. Yeah, whatever it is. What it is, dude? He's fun. He's fun to watch. All right. So now, if I want to get, let's say, all right, fine. Let's go. Let's go with Seamus Power at ten two. I don't even know if that'll leave me enough where I can get anybody. Oh, seventy seven hundred still. Let's go. Okay. I like this. I like this. How about Russell Knox? Fucking win player. Give me some fucking win. Give me some Russell. That's the that's the lineup right there. Knox has been very good here. He's very good on short courses. He hits the ball really good at those places too. That's, that's not that's a bad pick. All right, so my gut lineup from from uh, from most expensive to least, I got Seamus Power at ten two. Jesus Christ, Thomas yeah. Dietrich at eighty nine hundred, Guido at eighty seven. I got Herbert and Knox both at seventy seven, and Kiriyama at sixty eight hundred. That's a fucking good lineup. That's a good yeah. Lineup. There you go. That's a lot, a lot of European uh, tour flavor there. Yeah, there's not there's not a single American on this fucking card. No, Kiriyama's American. Oh, is he? Yeah, he is. Oh. Yeah, that's okay. Now, listen, you do, you have no idea who he is because he plays a Euro Tour, which you pay no attention to. Yeah. <laughs> but I pay attention. I have the stats, and I can tell you all about Kitayama tomorrow. This is uh, this is this is your part of the job, sir. That is. All right. You got any, uh, anything else, or do you want to just go back to watching Monday Night Football? Oh, I, I had to pause it because Tom Brady was the guest, and I want I literally have it paused. I'm waiting to hear how the interaction is. That's it. I have no idea what's going on in the game. Nothing. Don't I, you I, just have DVR? You can just do that. You know I don't because I, I am also an old like you, but I I refuse to pay whatever it's three hundred dollars a month for fucking DirecTV and Sunday tickets. So I cut the cord like two years ago when I stream my shit now. That's a thirty second delay, and it makes my live betting less optimal. Yes, Steve. Yes, thank you. We had a large. I chastised him about you can't live bet if you're ninety seconds behind the covers because the lines already moved. I actually noticed that with golf, by the way, it moves like 60 Very seconds for either the shot link updates or the TV. Like they got guys on the ground. Oh, big they, ha- they have to. Yeah. All right. Maybe we can become work from one of those guys and just, you know, get a cut of their action. I like doing this, though. No, 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 no. no. We would be one of those guys on the ground oh, telling cool. them first what happens. I'd do that job. Oh, and then I'd be like, hey, he hit it to 60 feet. Hey, Steve, he only hit it to 15. Go ahead and bet the fucking live one. <laughs> awesome. I'll go up, plan to get my knees broken uh, afterwards. That's you know, that. Thank you. Appreciate all right. it. All right, listen, it's just like office space, man. You only take a little bit here and there. They never even notice. <laughs> so we talked about shady Bermuda banks and uh, you know, screwing uh, shady characters who have infinite bankrolls, uh, you know. That's right, because we because we lie about what their those shots are actually. You never rob the bank; you rob the stash house, Steve. Okay, well, maybe we have to. They can't to go to the cops. Maybe we'd have to go to Bermuda to hide for those guys if that happens. I, I prefer non-extraditional countries. So we go. All right, while well, we end the show. <laughs> All right, you know where to find us. Fucking Twitter with Steve only on the Slack channel for SGPN. Go read all his articles. Go get some uh, some smarter insight than uh, me interrupting him and uh, being a baboon half the show. Uh, and uh, other than that, uh, you follow me on uh, Boston underscore Capper on Twitter. Yeah, man, that's it. Listen, we broke them fucking books last week, and we're gonna do it again next week. So tune in tomorrow. Talk to you boys then. Later. 